0: You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Get in there. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I just, I went straight to the second. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because you're hype. Yeah,
1: dude. I'm, I'm like, I'm super chill at the hype house right now. You know what I mean? Like, we're in the (laughs) studio. Dude, I'm so gassed after today. But at the same time, it's just like, I'm so like, electrified. But luckily, I'm not dehydrated because I drink drip drop. And drip drop is used by athletes, firefighters, military members. Uh, And what it is, is like, the best hydration on demand Blows Gatorade out the water uh, 100%. There's nothing better. It's the best hydration. And it's used by us. It's used by NASCAR fans, NFL fans, sports fans in general. And literally, you can get your own right now if you go to www.dripdrop.com. Use promo code GARAGEGUYS20 at checkout. You're going to save 20% on your order. And you're going to get the best hydration on demand. So, Get the drip, rip it and drip it. Uh Rip it and drip it, baby. Rip it and drip it. That's the one they like the best. So we'll stay we'll stay we'll stay going with uh um, with the rip it and drip it. But I also like when I drip you drip we drip. I'm a I like big that fan. One. Yeah, I put my hand up on your hip. When I did. That was a great song, man. I can dig it. I think we're getting old, dude.
0: <clears throat> we are. It's time, to, it's time to get the, the energy up. Come on, get up.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. We're going to get up. All right, you're witnessing a live get up, get on, uh, get slow. I was just, gonna, I was just basically going to say that I've been using a lot of 90s GIFs on Twitter, but, I mean, I guess you're right, too. I just need to get up and move. Around I
0: didn't literally, but yeah. Now that you're up, let's. Uh, I got
1: I got a I got a grandpa hat on. Maybe I should just re reevaluate my life real quick. All right, sorry, garage fam. We're, we're reevaluating <laughs> life right now. That's what we do here in the garage. But you know what? They're they're here for it. They're good for it. I'm gonna sit up. I tried to relax. I don't think relaxing works on the podcast. It doesn't. We've done it before, though. I mean, I've been in the in the bed over there before. We have. Yeah, we, we've done it. But, I mean, for today, this isn't a time to relax. Now that I really right. think about it, it's not. Because this was probably one of the, the worst days for NFL players. And the injuries, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. No. Like, nothing like it. Um, We had some of the biggest players, biggest stars go down today. Like, just when we thought that the NFL – had nothing to do with 2020, 2020 just comes in direct shop. And it's just like,
0: hey, guys, no sport is safe, you know. There, there was a point on Twitter where, like, I refreshed, and every minute I was seeing, like, carts coming out for so-and-so. Carts coming out for so-and-so. Um, it was ugly, man. I hate to see it. Even, even some of the defensive players, I know we're going to talk about all the offensive players, but literally there was, like, a five-minute stretch where ten players left the field. Yeah, how about
1: the entire Denver Broncos uh, football team being carted <laughs> off the field? <laughs> that was another one. I don't. We look. I mean, I don't like to, to joke about injuries and stuff. Like it sucks, but I mean, I, I mean, it, 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 at a, from a fantasy standpoint, I mean, you got to be kind of excited, I guess, if you were playing against some of these guys and get get a win. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it definitely can work out in your favor for fantasy sports, but it also can hurt you. I, I somehow escaped in my season long leagues with with without any major injuries. I don't, I don't have Saquon in any of my major leagues. I don't have. You're um, lucky.
1: You're a lucky guy.
0: You have Saquon.
1: Oh, dude. So, Sirius XM uh, uh, Fantasy Invitational League that we did back on uh, the the 4th of July. um, Independence Day Invitational. Howard Bender set it up. Great league. A lot of great names in that league. Um, I had, I think, the third pick and I was going for Alvin Kamara. I was just sold on the fact that it was just going to be just like every other league, McCaffrey, Barkley, and then whoever else ensues. Because Kamara was like going like fifth or so. And then Kate and Michelle Mazdick, they they took Kamara too, And it just ripped me apart, generally. like So I had to get I'm Saquon. I'm surprised they
0: did that. But well, I mean, like- they're, they're smart. They're
1: fucking smart, dude. Like,
0: really, really smart. Really smart girls. I would have been thrilled if I were you to get Saquon.
1: I was not. I don't want anything to do with Saquon. I don't believe, I don't believe in that. I mean, he's now- just He's just a guy with big legs, and he's like the human frog, and he plays for a crappy
0: football team. It's his, it's his team's fault. that don't have any line.
1: Yeah, exactly. If he would have had a nice O-line, I would have been thrilled over the moon. Not the Giants. I don't want anything to do with that.
0: A lot of Danny Dimes this year for the foreseeable future. Yeah,
1: they're frauds. Are are better yeah, as someone as some, I think. I think. Uh, I think your pal Eric Granberry tweeted me today. They are who we thought they were. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. So shout out to Eric. Um, but yeah, dude, like it doesn't just stop there, man. I mean, I, I think you
0: have the list. You have the list of the injuries today, right? I'll go through them quickly. Then let's, let's do it. Um, Drew Locke, shoulder, Cortland Sutton. He left the game and didn't appear serious. Jerry Judy, Saquon Barkley, ACL, um, Sterling Shepard, toe, Jimmy G, ankle, Raheem Mostert, knee, Paris Campbell, knee, your favorite, Mike Boone, concussion, Cam Akers, ribs, Brashard Perriman, ankle, Christian McCaffrey. Um, I don't think that was serious, but I'll ask you after this. And then Tyrod Taylor before the game, like minutes before the game, had an injury. And then lastly, uh, Mr. Devontae Adams exited the game in the second half
1: uh didn't uh marquez valdez scantling get get messed over too i'm pretty yeah. sure he did too he it must have been at
0: the very end because he was out there playing when i was watching
1: so. yeah there was so many games man i didn't get to watch them all like unfortunately like the red zone having red zone and on your phone is tough and like when the ipad won't work you know and you have to, and you're tweeting a lot like it doesn't work out good um but dude that's that's a big, heavy list of injuries, and I know that waiver wires are going to be so busy this week. I would not be surprised if the fab money just is at zero for a ton
0: of league managers like it's going to be yeah. it's going to be heavy, but dude, it, I'm glad you brought that up though, because I think you're in the same boat as me. I didn't spend like anything week one, so I'm ready to go at it now
1: with yeah. Oh, my God. And they got some great people that you're going to be able to follow up and get. Um, I know that uh, Deion Lewis is off the top of the dome. Deion Lewis is going to be one of the top pickups this week. Um, I can't remember his exact stat line, but um, he had a good bit of carries. He's going to be like the guy right now in New
0: York for the Giants.
1: No, the sequel.
0: I was curious um, who's like even on their depth chart the next guy because if they decide to use him as like the pass catcher role, I don't even know who the Giants. Are the
1: Where is Orleans Darqua? Where is he? <laughs> That's who I want. I want
0: Orleans, man. He had a stretch there, didn't he? What like two games? <laughs> yeah,
1: that was. Uh, I can't even remember. Oh my god, that was like three years ago. Like it was when their running back room was so shit.
0: Excellent, Nate, though.
1: Yeah, dude, Orleans Darqua, the man. And Sean Marino. Where are those guys? Those are the guys uh, that, I'm, that I'm here for. There's so many people that don't know Sean, But, uh, yeah, Christian McCaffrey, I don't know how serious his is. He's another big name. Um, I want to say it's uh, Mike uh, – I can't think of his last name right now. I literally
0: put a waiver claim in for him. He's been around for a long time.
1: Mike Davis right. maybe for Carolina. Oh, Mike
0: yeah, Mike Davis yeah. is for Christian McCaffrey. I don't know what – what happened to McCaffrey?
1: So, apparently, he, like, hurt his ankle or something. Like, it had an ankle sprain or something like that towards the end. He I might – I don't know how serious it is, man. I just know that, like, all at – the, at the point where it all happened, I was starting to see um, where people were were tweeting just, like, another one. Because, like, Ian Rappaport got tired of, like, tweeting and texting. He would just be like, DJ Khaled, another one. So, like, he just kept on coming with him. <laughs> so, know. another one. Um so it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to to figure out I'm looking on here right now. I don't want you to grill me for being on my phone like you did right. on the NASCAR DFS preview show.
0: I gave you a solid thirty seconds for us anything last time. So you have a great Dis- disrespectful. <laughs> that was great. If you haven't watched that, go watch it. Um but- part of it really appreciated it.
1: I, I did. I appreciate everything we do, man. We have fun. And, and, and I think it's about time that people start appreciating us a little bit better. And we got a lot to talk about of what we did and what we were able to accomplish today in this shittiest NFL week two of all time. Um, so some of these other guys though, we're, we're definitely going to be doing some work. So, you know, looking on these waiver wires and and of course, like, like real garage guys do the real investigators, the reporters, you know, we're, we're reporters. You know, we we make sure that we stay up to date on our stuff. So just like the garage guys do, we've gathered all that information in the future. So we'll tweet about it. So just follow us, and we'll tell you about it. Because me and me and Drew just watched the Patriots Seahawks game a little
0: bit before this. Still watching it right now. Yeah, and he's still watching it. I don't know how serious Cam Akers is, but we should talk about him because that's just going to further the okay, right?
1: Yes, Malcolm Brown, Darrell, Daryl Henderson, or Darrell Henderson. I don't even know how you say his name, Darrell. I think Daryl had a pretty good Darrell day. Anderson, yeah. I, liked, I liked like, I like Darrell. Dar- like, like, like the cigarette, like the old cigarettes that your grandma smoked. Darrell, <laughs> you know what I mean? Daryl or whatever. Yeah. Oh man, dude, you, you haven't lived unless you've ripped lungs with a Doral. bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I haven't lived yet. Oh, uh, good God, uh, um. Please do not smoke Darrells. Um okay. So that I wasn't talking. I was protecting the fam. You can smoke one. I'll watch you. Okay. You I'll do that too. to your side. But yeah, Darrell Henderson's going to be hot. My I, I like I like Brown better though in that situation. But I will say Cam Akers being a rookie uh, running back at first glance, it took me a second to realize like, okay, what team? He, oh yeah, he's on the Rams. You know, and. But the way that it was listed, whenever that sheet came out, it was like Cam makers ribs, and I was like, "This would be like a great menu item." Yeah, I thought the same like, thing <laughs> in a restaurant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like he should capitalize on that. He should. You know? yeah. He should hit up every barbecue. Hit us up, Cam. We'll we'll hook you up when you get better.
0: But in all seriousness, get better. Yeah. Um, another one I wanted to tell you about: we got Raheem Mostert should uh, pave the way for some more Jarrett McKinnon. Hi. I don't know if Mostert's serious or not.
1: Look, I hate injury, mm-hmm. but I love Jarek McKinnon. And I recently acquired Jarek McKinnon uh, in a dynasty league that I'm in, And so having Jarek now alone pretty much in that backfield, because I mean, what you had like I think Coleman like, was banged up a little bit too. So it's yeah. like I' hey. anyway. If Coleman's banged up, I don't think that I think that, you know, that Kyle Shanahan's kind of moving forward from that. McKinnon's going to get really involved in that passing game. I've been following McKinnon since those days in Minnesota. And so him being out for the two seasons, he's he's hungry. He's ready to get after it. And not only that, Jimmy Garoppolo uh backpedal a little bit. Yeah. So now we got big Dick Mullins, big Dick Nick, the real BDN uh shout out to your alma mater smttt i had to google that today by the
0: way i know what it means now southern miss to the top there you go what it means i can't wait to see him play i wish that they were more healthy as a roster though i, w- I wish he had the full roster to to at his disposal because kittle's out uh what about jordan reed jordan know. reed 20 fantasy points yeah. explosion Crazy. i will say um,
1: a guy that, that I, the guy that I actually traded for McKinnon in the dynasty league, I traded Chris Herndon for wow. McKinnon. So that's a big win for me, but that's a shout out to Paulie from Paulie sleepers. I recently you
0: gave up, you gave up the Herndon.
1: I gave up, dude, I have Hayden Hurst, Johnny Smith, James O'Shaughnessy, uh, Hunter, uh, Hunter Henry, dude, I'm not, I'm not lying to you. Like, I literally have, like, half of the tight ends rostered on my Dynasty team. Like, people come to me all the time, want to trade me, like, second and first rounds. Like, I had a guy want to trade me a second for Hayden Hurst. And I was like, no, get out of here. You're just a troll. Don't trade me for tight ends. Like, they're Are my tight ends. you a football troll inside the league? Are you a troll? In Dynasty, kind of. Like, I don't <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I got in Dynasty thinking I was going to enjoy it, but I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not big on it. Where's Drew? It's a new uh, – I was about to start a movement. I was about to put you in a milk carton. A little bit. It's getting a little warm in here, a little toasty. Yeah, a little toasty. Might be from those bets. I don't know. Yeah. So, let's, so let's talk about that. They're, look, they, we're, we're going to be able to, to f- navigate these waters. We're here for you going into tomorrow night. I'm going to do a little bit more homework, and I know you should too, Drew, for the Garage fam. We're going to get together. It's Monday now you're listening to this. Be looking at our Twitter. You know where to follow us, at GarageGuyChasen at ChefBoyArdeen. And um, we'll put out some of our favorite waiver wire pickups on Twitter for you guys tomorrow. And I'll hold a whole chef boy accountable to that. Cause I know he's busy in the kitchen a lot. So oh, yeah, we'll make sure of it, but yeah, let's get into more of the DFS betting side of it. Let's get into the good news of the NFL Sunday week two. And, and I think that your record for today was phenomenal. 10 and two. <laughs> 10 and 2 on the best bets today. Uh, the, uh, the, the Chef Boy, what, what are you calling it? The, the wild parlay? <laughs> the YOLO parlay. <laughs> the YOLO parlay.
0: Shout out Definitely. to old Drake. Yeah. Dude, talk about this, man. Uh, so it was our first. So let's give the backstory. I played a lot of plays week one, but I downsized my unit. So I was betting one unit per game, really, and just kind of filling out the season. Went back a little bit more towards my normal units, got two or three units per, per play. We had our first um, big boys bet uh, of the season with the uh, Chiefs teaser, the Chiefs and the Cardinals teaser. And those are really selective plays that I do uh, chase. I know last year I only put, I think, nine of them out, and they went seven and two. So those are my big yeah. bet. That, that was week. on the Patreon page. That was. Oh, gee. If, if, if you were from the Patreon days – You're a real OG, right, if you're still listening.
1: That's right. That was before the Roto Baller premium content. We weren't so fancy then. Yeah, we were just letting loose, loosey-goosey. Yeah. Yeah, man. We still uh,
0: do. We still do. (laughs) But, yeah, 10-2, and we hit the big bet. um, And then the YOLO parlay is something I threw down at the bottom. That was my favorite. Man, it was great. It It was five of the favorites, but I felt good about all of them. Let me read it out real quick. We had the Bucks against the Panthers. That felt like a lock. Not on the spread, but on the money line. Um, The Bills against the Dolphins—that was kind of a sweat. The the Cardinals and Ravens were easy; they cruised the whole time, and then the Chiefs rounded it out. The Chiefs kind of scared me. So, um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Justin Abair Herbert season. (laughs) That's a perfect segue into one of our games we wanted to talk about. Chiefs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. This game, I didn't get to catch a whole lot of it, but I was, like I said, I was following a lot of it on Twitter, and I did get to take a moment to watch and appreciate Justin Herbert's arm. Um, Tyrod Taylor injured himself in the beginning of the, the game or in pregame warm-ups or something, which, honestly, I feel like maybe Tyrod's emotions got the best of him, and he was like, I'm doing this guy an injustice by being here. So, I need – I need – my name is Tarod Taylor, and I need to injure myself. So, like, someone threw a medicine ball at him real fast, and he was like, Justin, I can't play. You have to to do it now.
0: Throw lightning bolts. This is the most Tyrod story ever, man. Tarod. His name is Tarod Tarod. Taylor. This is the most Tarod story ever because he loses his job everywhere he goes. (laughs) Everywhere he goes, he loses his job. By his own doing. Yeah. pre <laughs> <laughs> pregame. Oh, he, can't even, he can't even get hurt, like,
1: on the field. <laughs> like, he's like – it's just like, dude, like, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but I'm glad it happened because I was pissed. I was pissed. It's was like, Anthony Lynn, start your rookie, man. Like, th- there is no, like, better way to show disrespect than by drafting a quarterback that high. And not just throwing them out there and saying, "Get after it." We're in a different, we're in a different world now. You don't need to prep these guys unless you're Josh Rosen. Okay, I'm a little different
0: than you in the stance, by the way. You probably are, you old motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> more of an old than man me. than me. What's wrong with sitting somebody a little while then? It's
1: at the coach's discretion, okay? okay. It's I'll at the coach's
0: discretion, like it. But but
1: we're in it. Like the quarterback position has evolved so much now that you're okay. seeing a lot of these kids that are in college or going in the NFL. Like they're all kind of like um, they they all are like like Swiss Army knives in a way. Like they're they're very mobile. They can get the ball out. They got they, they throw the ball really far. And it's not everybody, but I mean, any most of the first rounders you're going to see are like that. And I feel like if you're going to to put that much draft capital on a player that high up the board, like if you're Bill Belichick and you're going to take a guy like you know when he took Tom Brady in like what the fifth, yeah. and then you know like something like that, then yeah, put him behind somebody. But if you're going to have that much confidence in your quarterback, then you better back that up with fueling that confidence and letting. Him you think two should be starting? Two is hurt. Hmm. Is he? I don't know. I mean, he came from Alabama, dude. I would think he would have a little more grit in his soul than
0: to fake an injury. No, I mean, I just didn't know. Like, I thought his injury was over. I didn't know it was lingering. I thought he was fine. Is he not? That's a serious question.
1: Again, that's the coach's discretion. But when you just completely are working for a shit organization and your brain doesn't work good, which is probably what's happening in Miami, then, then yeah, you're not going to make the smartest choices. I think that has more to do with
0: the front office than anything. Because if Tua's no, I, not hurt – I'm seriously he, meaning, like, do, is he – physically hurt right now? Do you know the answer? I I I don't don't. know. I haven't looked into it. I think he's fine. I think he was hurt before the season started. Like, he was hurt. Then they're idiots. (laughs) They should be playing. I don't think it's that bad to to, to start Fitzmagic for a little while. I'm just different than you on this.
1: Yeah, I mean, as long as, like, Fitzpatrick is, like, holding it down like he did towards the end of last season, I don't see a problem. But, I mean, if he's showing signs of the downward spiral, which is what it's looking like, then why not fire up your young, confident – guy unless you just think that he is going to just break
0: so I, I tend to agree with you in most cases but also there's merit to say like you can ruin a young qb's uh mental game very quickly with a bad team with a very like if you're on a bad team and you know you're not going anywhere with tyro with tarot taylor or mr Bear, um they probably should be starting herbert because they have a roster that's built to win but if you're on a crappy crappy team man, i don't See Harmon waiting. I mean, get another good draft pick in, develop your guy. Like, I don't.
1: You got a bad backfield and you got a bad O line. Devontae Parker's not the worst. He's gotten better. He's really I'm a, good. I'm a big Preston Williams guy. I like he Preston. Today,
0: by the way. I, was kind of pissed
1: I know it happens, but Mike Jasecki's, he's, well, he was like the one of the leaders, right? He had a, he had a sick one handed catch today. Yeah. He like, he OBJ'd it. Yeah. Without, without the poop, he didn't. So, I mean, yeah, it has to. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I don't think it's that bad of, like, 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 as far as, like, the weapons he has. It's just, like, I think that the reason Tua's not starting is because if this injury is super serious, they don't want him to – they don't want to take the chance of him getting more hurt. And that's fine, and that's acceptable. Yeah. So, I think that that's where that is. But, no, I'm just glad to see Justin Herbert out there. But getting
0: back to this game, Anthony Lynn screwed that up towards the end there bad forward on fourth down fourth and one from um you don't give the ball back patrick mahomes in every time you don't do that. that's like giving it to aaron Rodgers. (laughs) uh, i mean okay so what happened there right the chargers won the coin toss they got the ball they had a couple first downs and then they got to fourth and one and they punted right and then mahomes drove down the field and they kicked the field goal yeah did Did you you notice that bucker had to make the field goal three times
1: yeah, they tried to – like, they're constantly trying to ice and just doing it wrong. Dude,
0: I swear – you know, you've here I go. Conspiracy theory, Drew. Let's go. I'm ready. Dude, that game was rigged, fully rigged. That – they – the refs did everything in their power to not let the Chiefs score in regulation touchdown. They called holding five times on the Chiefs in that last drive. Five times they called holding – they kept backing Patrick Mahomes into like second and 20, second and 25. And eventually they had to kick a field goals in it every time, but they did everything in their power to, to not let the chiefs win regulation. Yeah. You know more about that than I do.
1: <laughs> you know more about that. Than well, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch it, that deep.
0: If you watched the yeah. drive, you would be able to say like, yeah, I saw that, but you didn't. I read, I read about
1: that one. Cause I was on my way to the stew, but, uh, but no, I don't know. Like, I hate that they weren't able to save it. That would have been an epic upset, and especially a huge coming-out party for, for uh, young Lightning Bolt. You know Justin. that would have ruined my four-unit bet,
0: though. It,
1: it would have. And, but, I mean, it, would that be a risk we were willing to take for Justin Herbert's confidence no. and success? No. I'm a Justin Herbert truther.
0: No chance. I can't back that. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm glad you won. But We got uh, to make this – we got to build this credibility on Rotoballers so they keep coming back for more.
1: That's right, exactly, and you need to be doing that, promo code GARAGE. Go get over there right now. You can win big money because Chef Boy <laughs> don't – Chef Boy, uh, what is it, Big Bank Take Little Bank? That's how we, that's how we roll? Yeah, that's it. That's All right, right anyway, on, Justin Herbert Truther, I just want to let the record show that I've been one, so, and Drew can back that up, and I'm mm-hmm. glad that he is on the field and he's doing things, and I hope that he continues marching on and that Tyrod Taylor – Tyrod – fun's ways to keep hitting himself with medicine balls in the pregame warm-ups.
0: They would be crazy to start Taylor, right? Like they can't do that.
1: Yeah. And shout out to Josh Kelly. <laughs> Dude's insane. I love it. Not the skate, not not the skateboarder from the Rams. The uh they're not gonna miss Melvin Gordon at all. No, no, not at all. Uh we gotta get off this game. Uh next game, boom, backtracking. Yeah.
0: Backtracking. What? All right, let's go back and finish the Bills Dolphins because we talked about that. Yeah, Manhattan.
1: we talked about Miami. Yeah,
0: uh, let's talk about White Cam Newton.
1: Yeah, Josh Allen. Um, Shout-out to our DFS picks on the uh, Roto Baller Garage Guys NFL DFS preview show. Shout-out to us because we told you to start Josh Allen, the White Cam Newton. And if you didn't, you're dumb. The lightning delay – uh, was amazing because it created time for Josh to gather his energy and get back out there and do more amazing things. Shout out to Cole Beasley for getting like nine fantasy points. Um, shout out to the Bees knees. Uh, Stefan Diggs is the man. And finally, he's finally producing the way we wanted him to produce uh, in week two where he should have produced in Minnesota, but Kirk Cousins drives a minivan. So that kind of hinders that
0: progress. Um, Dude, they're stacked, man. With Beasley as their third receiver and John Brown and Diggs, how stacked are they? I Both love their it. Their running backs are good, too.
1: I love it, man. Dude, Zach Moss. Zach Moss is, the, is that dude, man. Like, you better put some respect on Singletary's name. He's cool. <laughs> I like, I'm like. i a Zach Moss guy, man. And like, there was so many people that hated on me and got, cut, cutting back to uh, – to Kate and Michelle Mazzyk. I think we talked about them a couple weeks ago or whatever. But they're in one of the leagues with me. And literally, like, they were on Zach. Well, Michelle was on Zach Moss. I was on Zach Moss. I ended up making a trade with her that was, like, totally lopsided in a dynasty league. Zach Moss is going to do great things. Like, he's just going to continue to progress. He's going to be a great pass catching back. Love everything I see out of him. Love the fact that Josh Allen is continuing to just flourish. Fuck the haters. I'm a Josh Allen guy, and I think you're a Josh Allen guy
0: as well. And he's in my division. So what does that say? You know, like that's yeah,
1: that's big. Well, are you when are we gonna go? When are we gonna go to Buffalo and jump on tables? I would love to go. All to go. right. Well, on the on the the Section 65 podcast, uh, homie Tanner is a Bills fan from Buffalo. And he goes to all those games, so he should take us there. Yeah, let's do it. I would love to go hang out with Bill's Mafia, man. I want some zebra pants. Yeah.
0: I'm throwing you through a table.
1: All right, I'm ready for it. I'm here for it.
0: <laughs> off of a camper.
1: Miami <laughs> side of the ball, though, I think we already pretty much covered. Zeki went off. The one-handed catch was, yeah. was, was sick. I saw the highlight. Um, you want to um, go into
0: the big one, the Falcons-Cowboys?
1: Yeah, I'm super excited about that game. Uh, The Falcons' blue lead again, a huge one. Um, And Dallas Cowboys, just them being able to come back from that, I I had – you know, I kind of was, like, joking because, like, I'm not a big, like, Cowboys guy. However, it's weird because I kind of believe in the boys this season before the season started, and now I'm like, nah. Um, But, yeah, anytime they're having bad Sundays, I'm happy. So it was just kind of like you got to pick, you know, pick your poison. So obviously, you know, the Falcons get the shaft always. Um, so I was super ecstatic, but I think that Dan Quinn will be fired by
0: week five. I think he could get fired tomorrow. Tomorrow, I mean, uh, it's it's a crazy. He should. Time he should. He should. And- Dude, and I'll say this: I don't. It's gonna definitely be covered up by the comeback victory. But Mike McCarthy did some dumbass things during this game. I mean, is Mike like, McCarthy's a dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> he <They> literally <laughs> hired the same guy. Yeah, yeah,
1: seriously. And then they brought Andy Dalton in, which is the second coming of of Jason Garrett, yeah. and he'll be the coach of the Cowboys one day too, because Jerry likes young, fiery, redheaded
0: guys that suck at quarterback. <laughs> so. Yeah. And yeah. he actually had to come into the game for a few plays today. I'll play yeah.
1: Plays. Somebody made the comparison to me today that Dak was slowly becoming Jay Cutler. And uh, so, you, you know how you know how they have the – I know it's not a good take, but it made me think because you know me and my memeing. Um, I thought about smoking Jay, oh, dabbing, yeah, so. dabbing Dak. So, I was going to, like, Photoshop, like, a dab pen into, like, Dak and put a bunch of vape clouds dabbing coming Dak, out. I like that. Dab Dak, yeah. If he yeah. if he if he starts to get more Jay colorish ish, don't care. So I don't know, but I'm I just I don't really have anything to say about this because I don't like talking good about the Falcons. There's nothing to talk good about the Falcons except for Calvin Ridley is a dog. Uh, Matt Ryan, I have him in a fantasy league. He's doing everything I thought he would because he's always going to be playing from behind, so he's going to be tossing that ball. And um, yeah, Calvin Ridley and uh,
0: Russell Gage season. Hayden Hurst had a bounce back game. Uh,
1: Eighteen points for Hayden. Basically, He's one of my dynasty
0: produced, man. Like when you score, what was it, forty to thirty nine? Final score. I mean, there's a lot of production. One guy that didn't produce was uh, Mr. Uh, Todd Gurley. Shocker. Um, but everyone else pretty much produced. I don't think Julio had that great of a game. He had a drop, a drop touchdown. I'm pretty sure. Julio's washed? Stop that. You've been saying that for probably
1: two years. And I'll, I'll say it every year of my life. I don't care how many touchdowns or he yards he get. gets. Who?
0: C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb, Lamb,
1: dude. He had 20 DraftKings points. He was another guy on our NFL DFS preview show. If you didn't watch that, you need to get over to Roto Baller and subscribe because we literally gave you five, guy, five out of our eight guys hit cool. over value and crushed. Okay? So – yeah, but yeah, I don't really have anything else more to say about that. Super excited to see the Falcons lose every Sunday or every time they are on a football field. And um, never forget that Arthur Blank built a Chick-fil-A inside of that stadium only to be closed every Sunday. Yeah. Dumb. Yes, Dumb. I forget about
0: that. Thanks for the reminder. You're welcome. Titans-Jags, I'm ready. Yep. I'm ready to talk about this one. We got, wait, hold on. Save that for the, the finale. Because this next game is going to be like a two-minute combo, and then we're done with We're only doing five games. Um, let's just briefly talk about Bucks panthers because we didn't get to our Bucks conversation week one because you did the podcast without me. You just look like that guy who played the Joker. What was his name? Um, Joaquin. I like Joaquin. That's a, I think that's a compliment. I like Joaquin Phoenix. The angle you had. Yeah, stop that. You're going to scare all the subscribers away. Joaquin, Joaquin Holden. <laughs> Joaquin. He, he made a documentary uh,
1: called I'm Still Here or something like that in 2010, by the way. Go watch that. Great documentary. Hilarious. That guy scares me. But I do I like him. Love Joaquin. Um, yeah, so Bucks, Panthers, uh, Tom Brady's Washed. Uh, I'm going to start being friends with that guy on Fox that you troll all the time. I'm just going to be a- – I don't know who's the guy that's always somehow Tom oh, Brady's boss. Yeah, me and Rob Parker are gonna be like best friends,
0: dude. I'm dude, just gonna start do calling his mean, show. Funny you <laughs> say that. I got an email from a um, like iHeartRadio that was like a Rob Parker quote, it was, like Tom Brady's wash. Rob Parker's been telling you since. since-
1: <laughs> Since 2005, after all the Super Bowls that he won in New England. <laughs> Tom Brady, look, it's, it's just going to take time, man. I mean, dude, this is the first team he's been on that is, that's different than the Patriots. I mean, he's still learning. It's week two. Get over it. Uh, what, one thing that I am excited about and one thing that I'm disappointed about, I'll go ahead and get the bad news out the way. Scotty Miller's a fraud. You talking about the drop touchdown? Dude, I'm mad, bro, because I had him in, like, one of the lineups. Everybody was so high on him. We were high on him. I'd be a liar to say I wasn't. Yeah, I had him in
0: 10% of my lineup, so he was not good. Literally and metaphorically dropped the ball. So – Yeah, Brady's stats, again, were hurt by the fact that – so I don't know if you saw this, but – so Scotty Miller dropped an easy touchdown. But then flashback to somebody that I thought would no longer be in the league. They were using LaShawn McCoy as a receiver, and (laughs) Brady put the ball right on the money in the corner of the end zone, and LaShawn McCoy dropped it. So that's two TDs right there that he could have had. Just saying, I got to defend my boy. I want to be a
1: fly on the wall in that locker room after when when they're losing. Like, if they even if they're not losing, just to hear Tom Brady just go like savage mode. And, like, I don't even know if he's that kind of guy, but I would want to think he was like a Michael Jordan where he would just, like, rag you until you, like, mentally yeah. physically
0: couldn't take it, just drag you through the mud. But what um, about the games, too, where to be a follow on the wall when he's mad at himself? I bet that's even a crazier – something. To, like him, He probably himself.
1: punches himself in the face. I feel like he's that kind of guy. Like he <laughs> takes it personally. Like, whether he puts himself in those situations or not. Yeah. Um, but, no, all right, positives, positives. My call on Mike Evans was correct. Love Mike. Super excited to have him. You know, we hate that Godwin's out, but I don't necessarily hate it because I'm an Evans, uh, Evans guy, and I was always here for Mike Evans at the beginning of the season. Um, I've made sure that he was, uh, was drafted in my leagues. I've got him. Happy. Played him in some DFS lineups. Another contestant on the Rotoball NFL DFS preview show. He had like what, 26,
0: 28 DraftKings points, something in that yeah. area. He had a nice That's day. Great. And he was at that cheap price, that 6,400 price tag. Yeah,
1: that was beautiful. That helped me. That helped me getting the money in, on FanDuel. So I was excited about that. I had him in a lot of lineups. And then another guy I had in a lot of lineups, which literally went against the consensus of like every fantasy football expert on fantasypros.com, I'll go there and just look and see where people are and where they're ranking people all the time. And now that I know a lot of these people from Twitter that are like their rankings are on there, I'll just be like, hmm, hmm, nope, nope, don't believe that, don't believe that. I literally saw how bad Fournette was ranked compared to Rojo. So I started Fournette in like a bunch of my DFS lineups, 25 points to the moon how could you ever think that Ronald Jones would be the starter above Leonard Fournette
0: in, in in any offense? So I think the argument isn't that Rojo would always be the starter. I think the argument is people week- that are ranking Rojo they thought it would take time because Rojo looks better in week one than Fournette. Um but no, I mean it was a coming out party. It was a great play by you. I wish I would have talked to you about I didn't put him in my lineups. I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah. This I
0: do is the and Yeah, Fournette's gonna be the guy. Like he's gonna be the guy. He's prolific,
1: of- dude. He's prolific. Yeah. And and see, th- this is why I, you know, I will never be or want to be considered an expert because what I've realized is that everybody just you plays it me up. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, but dude, like, I mean, you still have you still have like some sense to where like you'll go with your gut song, yeah. and I feel like a lot of these people they just well, what's so-and-so ranking and what's so-and-so ranking? And it's just like everybody's scared to death to make a wrong choice and they end up just screwing themselves. And I get that the long run, like, yeah, that works more times than none. But if if I have this, like, really strong feeling about something, you know me, and I don't care if I win or lose because at least I ride that feeling. I'm not going to go do what everybody else is doing. Your mom and your dad used to tell you all the time, if all your friends went and jumped off of a bridge, would you jump too? (laughs) and you were scared as shit in your bed. You're like, oh, no, man. So why are you doing it as an adult? If you're a fantasy football expert and you have a gut feeling, fuck a consensus, throw it out the window, and go by what you want to do. That's what I do. I did it today with Minshew. Okay? Fading into that game. Can we go to that game now? Yeah, we're I'm ready to go to that yeah, game.
0: I'm so excited for Minshew. He's been playing so well. I love it. And
1: he's proving himself more and more – at the beginning of the season, he put a video out. I think Matthew Berry said something. He was, like who, like, Minshew was just like, who the hell is a Matthew Berry? I loved every moment of that because it goes to show that when you got confidence, it doesn't matter what situation you're in or what you got going on. Like, if you just believe in yourself a ton, like, you'll make something happen. It may take a little bit of time, but you'll make some stuff happen. He could not be having a stronger start to the 2020 NFL season. I made the call this morning. I have Deshaun Watson in one of my leagues, and I have Gardner Minshew on the bench. I started Minshew over Watson. And I got on Twitter this morning, and I backed my shit up, and I said, I'm starting Gardner Minshew over Deshaun Watson today. He's going to have more points. Boom. Deshaun Watson suck shit. Gardner Minshew to the moon. Had like 28 fantasy points on DraftKings. Loved every second of that. The game was great. And even though the Jags lost, you know, anytime the Titans and the Jags are played in the same division, they're probably considered as rivals. I love both teams. Because I'm a Saints fan. So I just love love them both. They got Johnu on one end. You got James O'Shaughnessy on the other end. Shout out to Johnu. I'm gonna, I might not even let you get a breath in for this, dude. I'm just gonna sit back. <laughs> Johnu Smith. I just I wanna go back to the days where no one talked about Johnu Smith. Because now everybody's talking about Johnu Smith.
0: But that's, t- that's part of taking your victory lap is if they're talking about him, he's done something right.
1: I don't even get that victory lap because I'm not on the fantasypros.com consensus.
0: I don't even know. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know. Like, are they the go-to site? They're,
1: they're not. They're not. There's a million sites out there. I'm just saying a lot of people, like, that I follow personally. You got to understand that we're all ants in this giant ant hill. Nobody really knows. Like, there's, everybody thinks there's something. then You, really, you want to know the beauty of doing it? Or the space.
0: Chase? I just trust my own stuff. I do my own rankings.
1: There you go. And that's why you're good at what you do. You're not on (laughs) fantasypros.com.
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: Exactly. People, I'm telling you like people that I've been seeing on Twitter, they make such a big deal about that shit.
0: Such a big deal. So that's why we do what we do. You know what my saying is those guys can go talk about all their different rankings and they can go rank each other's rankings and gets one another. Whenever they want to go play in a league against me, I'll gladly put the money where the mouth is. I'm ready
1: for that. I want to document that season on <laughs> camera, follow you around, just like flipping people off and talking
0: shit. Yeah. And all these like people thread the fuck thread out all day. They thread, they thread <laughs> all day about snap count, air yards, all that stuff, and they'll do it all week and put all the research in. And then you can go. Like, honestly, you can do it in crash course Friday night. You can put five, six hours in, and you can get exactly where that person that threads all week, you can do it in five hours.
1: They take themselves too seriously, man. Like, we got to get off of that. Anyway, back to Janu, Another guy that we had, obviously he was good, the go-to guy. And I was so happy that you ranked him high as well this week. Um, you knew I was going to – I start him every week. I don't care. Yeah. Um, so, literally like, game,
0: 62 yards. First play <sighs> for Janu. I couldn't believe it. I'll turn on the TV or turn on my – When you text
1: me, I wasn't even watching the game, and you just text me, Johnu. We just hit that one, Johnu. Like, dude, he, Johnu could be playing the Saints, and I'm just like, Yeah, does, It doesn't matter, man. I love it. So,
0: yeah. The only thing stopping him is an injury.
1: That's it. So, to the moon, Johnu. But, yeah, Minshew, dude, keep going. And, of course, you know, even with the O'Shaughnessy tracker. We just founded that today. Vice President of the Tight End Appreciation Club. Um, what, what do you have? Three for, he went for three for three today.
0: Yeah, three targets, three catches. I think he actually ended up getting a fourth catch, so four catches, and he split news with uh, Mister Eifert. So yeah, Minnie's four he for four tight end, like ten times, ten, ten, twelve times.
1: Oh, that so, that number is going to keep creeping up because I'm just going to keep tagging Gardner until he gets either to the point where he wants to block me or be friends with me, and I'm always tag James and just be like. Bazillion throws today. Bazillion throws. Just coach him into it. So, until the point, it's like Brady and Gronk. It's going to be Minshew to O'Shaughnessy.
0: O'Shaughnessy's not looking too impacted by that injury.
1: No, he's not, because he's not. He's, fine. he's good. He's the GOAT.
0: Shout out to James. We love you. Um, in, in summary for that game, though, I mean, it was, an, it was one of the best games of the day, kind of underrated. I mean, it, was, it went down to the wire. Uh, the Titans really shouldn't have left the Jags back in the game, but I mean, the Jags had uh, two or three chances to win the game, so it's it was anybody's game. Can you imagine a world where Jags are two and zero after trading net and all that? All that's happened to that team, they were very, very close to two and a.
1: Yeah, very close to it, and it's fine. They're gonna they're gonna be fine. I'm fully like I said with with Minshew at the helm. He is showing the type of leader he is the type of quarterback he is they're, they're going to be okay that ship's going to float just fine They I mean, they may not be like you know a Super Bowl contender by any means or they might not get that deep in the playoffs
0: but they're they're going to show who's the, that the guy looks pretty good the, the the weapon they have is it Scheinholt
1: yeah the Scheinholt DJ Chark uh
0: who else you ranked Scheinholt didn't you yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, like, they, they found a guy that might end up being their new number two receiver in him. And, like, what's his name? Keelan Cole. Keelan Cole
1: him. was okay.
0: He, he was. But he's behind this rookie on the depth chart. And I think that's really interesting because that means this guy's really impressed him in a very short amount of time. So Yeah. I mean, we know DJ Chark's going to be that dude. But you add a second receiver and they invest in the offensive line, Minshew's going to have him in a lot of games.
1: Yeah, it's going to be fun, I, and I, I can't wait to continue watching. Like I said, I've got Minshew in a couple of leagues, and I, I get I get crapped on for that all the time, but I don't care. It is what it is. Um, but, yeah, I can't wait for Rona to leave America so we can go get in that pool. I, I that, that's I, I want that more than anything. I Life goals. <laughs> yes, I want a Sunday in the pool at, what is it, Sunbelt Stadium? Like that's that's where I want to be. Jag Stadium, whatever Jagging it's off, called. Jagging off, baby. Jagging yeah. off. <laughs> All the way. Um, a couple other notable guys before we move into NASCAR, though. Um, uh, obviously, we had Kyler Murray ranked on the DFS preview show. He had an amazing day. I think he had over 30 fantasy points. Uh, Kenyon Drake, the Drake kind of stunk it up a little bit. I think he had, like, maybe, like, under 15.
0: Who was our uh, bad play? So it was Dr- Derrick Drake Henry,
1: like, with eight. Like, we, we just Kennedy. got through the whole Titans-Jags game without even talking about Derrick Henry. That's how much of an impact he was.
0: If I told you though as bad as he as bad of a game he had, if I told you he had eighty something yards rushing, you would assume he scores, right? Because that's how yeah, he, had. he had like rushing yards, but no catches and no touchdowns.
1: You just predict like ninety yard runs at the uh, mm-hmm. opponents, you know, at their own goal line when Derrick Henry's mm-hmm. in a game. So I mean, it, it happens. Our running backs didn't do that great. Uh Mark Andrews shit to bed. I think he had like three fantasy points, uh, which sucked. Four? I don't even know. No, I said, um, of
0: course. Like, yeah, he, he was one of the easiest plays, though. I mean, by all right. numbers and statistics, he should have been a good play. Should have had more have It should have been, been John and Dude, I had a ton of, of uh, Jonu, so I didn't – I went too mad. Yeah. Andrews, so.
1: No, me either. Me either. I had, like – a. I mean, like, I spread all of our plays out,
0: obviously. But it's, That's um, one of my DFS problems, though, is I have a hard time on DraftKings having enough salary at tight end. So i always end up trying to you know, get at somebody a little bit cheaper. See,
1: dude, I, I fill out all my spots, and then I go to the flex. And then whatever amount of money I have left, I just I, I go through there, and I see whose who's person has, like, the meanest face. Like, who that's looks insane. like they're just going to, like, tear things up. I don't care how much they cost. I'm just like, that's the guy.
0: That's the guy you want. That's why I lose a lot. So- <laughs> <laughs> the ugly faces. Should we talk about uh, NASCAR? Oh, Ooh, Kyle Busch had an ugly face.
1: He did. All right. So, let's, let's, let's go ahead and, and brief this out. Bristol night race, uh, NASCAR Twitter, doing NASCAR Twitter things, bitching about everything, left and right. Um, young children, don't want to play fair. Uh, I got in an argument with a guy about Bubba Wallace again. Um, it, that was fun. He literally said that the only reason he wears headphones now is to cover up the booze, and I'm like, like imagine mistaking a Beats by Dre sponsorship for sensitivity, like, like and I and I followed that up with sending a screenshot of like every Beats by Dre athlete pre-game, yeah. and the guy the guy just could not take his L, dude, he had a hard time. So our boy Dale Tanhart came in and served served it up to him
0: too. Oh, did he? Yeah, so that was cool. I'll have, have to go check that out. Where did Bubba finish, by the way? I just had a curiosity.
1: Bubba finished 22nd. Thought he was going to get the top 15. Nobody roasted me on Twitter, though, so I'm still waiting on that roasting. I'll take it like a man. But I even mean, that's on.
0: plus eight place differential, right? Did, did yeah.
1: 30th. Yeah, but I said he'd have a top 15, so I fucked up. But I'll take my roasting like a man. He, he, sure he, i that pretty sure I What did I say for Bubba. You said you said we, top 25. So, you okay. yeah, you were on point once again. Good job. Um, I, but you could have told me anything. I don't believe you. I don't remember. Dude, we were so off, though, for, like, the top 10, man. Like, it was, it was like a super speedway finish except for Harvick and Bush. Eric Jones and Tyler Reddick following suit behind those guys. Like, Kenseth was in there. K- shout out to Chris Busher. Sneaky. Oh, yeah. Finished eighth. Love it. I had him
0: very well, yeah.
1: Yeah, I had him in a good bit of my lineups as well. But, um no, I mean, Dude, like
0: – I was, I was on a track to probably have one of my best DFS days ever. And the only thing that was going to stop that was if Kevin Harvick led, like, 200 laps. I mean, I, I basically needed Kyle Busch or Chase Elliott to lead the laps there Um because I was – I mean, I had first place, second place, third place lineup at one point because me and you were so so heavy on Kyle Bush that when people moved off of him because of um, the adjustments, he started from the rear of the field, right? Yeah. So a lot of people, he still was 33% owned, but I kept him at 55% even with the news. So early in the race, man, I was just I mean, it looked like my it was gonna be my best day ever, and I did You're the kicking broke, ass, man. I, I broke the golden rule though. I checked my results too early, and then at lap 200, I checked and I was c- crushing it. And then I looked at lap 350, and it was all gone because Kevin Harvick or 400, and it was just.
1: You want to? I think I got you beat on the bad beat. So I had a lineup on Fanduel. I had Harvick, Bush. Um, I want to say I had Busher.
0: I had. Probably Jimmy Johnson. I had Baba. And then – Jimmy Johnson screwed me. Yeah. And I
1: had – oh, yeah. I was going to put in Kurt Busch, but I played Martin Truex Jr. Mm. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. FML. FML, But –
0: It was one of those weeks, though.
1: It It was, was, man. uh And it's the playoffs. But more into the storyline, though. the last laps man that battle between Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick was amazing loved every second of it i was with my son we were getting him ready for bed and he's a huge Kyle Busch fan just obviously because of the candy car and um he's sitting there the whole time like getting into it like i was just, that was like you know he's 5 and that was his first race where he was just like really watching And he was so involved and I was so proud. I was just like, like, this is amazing. Like you're enjoying this, you know? And he's like, who's the blue car? I'm like, it's Kevin Harvick. I was like, he's probably going to win Kevin Harvick. He was like, why don't Kyle hit him? (laughs) And I was just like, like, like to get him out the way. He's like, yeah, he needs to hit him. I was like, yeah, dude, for real. Like that would be great for like my DFS lineups. That'd be cool. You know, I might win yeah, a little bit more. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, had no idea. For him, it's money to buy more trucks. Yeah. So, um, whenever he lit, whenever it was over, he just it was it was the sweetest thing. He was like, oh. "Kevin Harvick win every time." I was like, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, he's won like nine races, man. So, I mean, dude, that's amazing for Kevin Harvey, though. I'm super pumped for Kevin, man. He's having an amazing year. Nine wins. Uh, Kyle Busch, though, he was bitching bad at the end of that race. Did you you think
0: he was – because in my mind, before you go to the reaction of Kyle – I know we're going to talk about Kyle Busch's ups and anger management, but um, did you think Kyle Busch was going to win? Because I know in my – the way I was watching it, I was like, man, Bristol is Kyle Busch's place. Kyle
1: yeah. would have won that race. And it's, I made a lot of fun of it just because, you know, I was already kind of like low-key pissed him my my lineup. So, I just made – I just like triggered more people that were like hardcore heavy Kyle Busch fans. Because yeah. like Joey Logano held him up. If it wouldn't have been for Logano getting in his way, Kyle Busch would have won that race. Yeah. Um, and I found it hilarious because I just started doing the jo- Joseph L – with the pit vipers and the mullet and just like triggering the shit out of Kyle bush fans. But I did that after because like the way Kyle handles it, it's not even anger, dude. It's his attitude. He's so negative. And it's like, I tweeted like at Samantha and I was just like, take your husband to some fucking yoga classes. I was like, because with this attitude, he's never going to win shit. He literally told Chris Knight, which is a media reporter for NASCAR. He doesn't even care if they win next week because he'll be out in the second round. He said that. Way to speak shit into existence, you dumbass.
0: Dude, like, but isn't it funny? Okay, so we've, <laughs> we've gotten on this podcast a million times and we've said something's wrong with Kyle Bush because we're not getting these quotes and he seemed like he wasn't mad at all. Like He wasn't being himself. And here we are in the playoffs and we start getting that, uh, that old Kyle Bush, the one that's angry and says things that,
1: Obviously, his Lexapro ran out. Like,
0: I mean, mean, my God. Did you agree, though, he's been calm most of the year considering how bad he's been? Like, where did this come from is my point. Like, out of nowhere. This
1: came from the fact that, like, he wanted to punch Joey Logano in the face, but he probably couldn't find him. I would have wanted to.
0: People hate Joey Logano, too.
1: Everybody hates Joey Logano, except for us. I love Joey. (laughs) I think he's fucking great. I think he's a
0: great guy. He needs to loosen up a little bit. Yeah, he does.
1: We're still going to loosen him up. But, yeah. No, I mean, dude, this is what I said. I, and I texted this to Dale uh, after the race. He was, like, dude, I was so mad, you know, about <clears throat> Joey. I was, like, Joey's so awkward that he probably thought that Kevin would give him some respect for Team Ford for holding up a, uh, the Camry behind him. Oh, like Joey, in Joey's mind, he's probably, like, Kevin's going to really appreciate this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I didn't see that.
1: Yeah. See that and, then, and then it was probably like after the race. He's like, "Kevin, did you did you like what it? Yeah, good job, man. Great, great way. Great job, Joey. Kevin. Appreciate you, man. Kevin. Ke- hey. Kevin, hey, see if see if Joey would have had a, a mullet on and pit vipers, he'd have won that fucking race, but he didn't. Yeah. So that's on him. But I don't know. The year of
0: Kevin Hart continues, man. It's just unbelievable.
1: Yeah, would you agree that if he doesn't win the championship, that like? Would you say that, like, you know what? I don't even want to ask that question because I was going to say that would NASCAR fans be mad? Because, yes, they're they mad about everything.
0: Yeah, they want. I mean, unless Chase Elliott wins, mm-hmm. it's – people don't really want to see Hamlin or Harvard win, I don't think. They definitely don't want to see Kyle Bush win. So, who does that So,
1: I, that's why I blew up on Twitter last night. That's why or, – or on Sunday night. That's why I was, like – Stop bitching about NASCAR races being boring. Put money on it. Make it entertaining. Like, you can entertain yourself if you put money on it. Like, follow our picks. Put money on it. Go to town. It's not that hard, but everybody's just either too cheap or just too scared or too caught up in thinking that NASCAR is the WWE because it's not, it's racing.
0: Where does, where does Harvick stand on, like, the general public? Like, people would rather see Harvick win than Hamlin, right?
1: Harvick's just a nice guy, man. He loves the fans. He loves the energy that he gets off of them, man. And he's no, just been
0: – I'm trying to pull you as, like, if you – you know the, the audience more than me, like, NASCAR, Twitter, more than
1: They me. want Harvick more than they want Hamlin, I'll tell you that much. Which I don't really understand. I, I, think, it, I think it has more to do with, like, the fact that, like, Harvick took over the three-car. You know, he drove the 29 at RCR, which was Dale Earnhardt's crew. And then he won that race in at Atlanta. And he did the tribute to Dale Earnhardt. And that was huge. And I think that, like, he won, you know, back then he won the sport over when he did that. So he's always going to have this, like, very big throne that he sits on in the sport. And now that he's, like, got a car and he's in contention to win championships, I mean, it's, it's good to see. It's nice to see.
0: I love Harvard.
1: I do too. I'm a big Harvard First day guy. You met me at a Harvard I like. But but that's what I've realized, man. You did you did have a Harvey cattle? Holy shit! I forgot about that. Um,
0: He just like fine wine, man.
1: He does. But but the more that I the more that you get into the betting part of it the more that you become like just a fan of the sport in
0: general you know like that's kind of where I am like I mean I, yeah, I don't think, I don't like your argument though honestly because I don't think I think betting should enhance the product you should not ever, like categorize it as oh go bet on it to make it better I mean well it
1: does I mean that's is that not enhancing it
0: no it is making but, it better that's a cop out answer to say like, oh you have to bet on something to make it like the 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 bulk of the product should be good enough it's, itself and the betting should enhance it but yeah. you're making you're making a, the case that oh if you're unhappy go bet it shouldn't be like that
1: well no you have to understand what I'm coming from i can sit and watch a race and enjoy it i've done it for years without having any money on anything if you're okay. going to take the time to bitch about it try something new to make it entertaining
0: okay, okay. 100% yeah. back up. I didn't understand yeah. what you were saying.
1: That's why I said, the next time you want to bitch about a race and you claim to be this huge, I, I call them the NASCAR Twitter bots because that's what they are. One person has an opinion about how boring a race is, and you see all these other people saying the same shit for clout, and it's like, okay, like stop being like followers with it. You want a better product. You want to enhance your time watching the race. Put some money on it. You say you're this big NASCAR fan, then put some money on it. Go for it. If not, don't bitch about it. And if you do bitch about it, you better show me a DFS slip or a fucking bed ticket. Like, that's that's what I want to see. Can you, not, can you not be a critic of the sport, then? Dude, when you are being a critic, like, just because people aren't wrecking, then, like, go watch fucking WWE, because that's fake. I'm just saying, like,
0: me and you criticize sports all the time. like
1: Yeah. Well, we put our money show. on shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For the sake of the show, like, somebody's got to take the other side of the argument here. So, I'm taking it, like. Uh, I mean, if you funny. want to, that's fine. I'm still right. I think, <laughs> I think your problem you have with it and you're not right. I think the problem you have with it is uh, that the people are followers and the the bots, that's the part that bothers you. And it's like not one, if one person can have the opinion that this, I've told you this race sucks before I've been like, dude, this race is not fun. Like, this race yeah, sucks. And I enjoy them all. But <laughs> I mean, that's just being like, you're just in, you're in denial if you think every race is good. So Richmond was not that great.
1: I will I will There's say that I'm not I'm not gonna be a I'm not gonna be a fucking. It was kind of a snoozer. At the There's end. been
0: several races of have this year, but to you, your your biggest problem with it is one person's opinion then becomes everyone's opinion. That's yeah. the, that's what I hear.
1: But at the same time, I want more NASCAR fans betting on NASCAR. I do too. Why can't I plug my product, bro? Like shit. <laughs> like, this is your I'm product sure too, man. Product
0: as well. So. Yeah, so I'm saying this is yours too. So you should be taking this argument. No, I'm with like, you. I just don't think it should have to be okay. Yeah, I, I understand when I'm
1: just tired of seeing it every week. It. I'm tired of seeing it every week. It's every fucking week. If there's not a wreck, every week. This is this sucks. This is boring.
0: Go watch something else. <laughs> like, I'm with you. I'm for the most part. I'm with you, but I don't want it to be like the. You know, NASCAR should be able to be good standalone, in my opinion. It,
1: is. I mean, and to me, it is. Yeah. I, and I want it to be better, but that's just because I'm a truther, and we know that. So we'll get off the subject of that. It's been um, a great season, in my opinion. It has for for 2020. It's it's been a great season for everybody but Kyle Busch. Um, so. <laughs> On Twitter, people. Yeah, and somebody tried to say it's been a bad season. I think Darian Gillum tried to say it's been a bad season for Ricky Stenhouse, and I corrected his ass real quick. So, oh, man, I thought Ricky's had a good year. I think so, too. That's why I hit him with the Kawhi winner. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I had to. Um, but, yeah, but that that's uh, – unless you got anything else, that's a show. Long show. Let's call that's it. a show. All right, that's it, guys. It's good, good, to, good to have you back, Drew. Missed you on Garage oh, Guys. Wow. We've been doing a lot of Roto Baller stuff, so it's good to just be able to sit
0: back and just have a conversation. I miss the football recaps and the race recaps. It's been probably three or four weeks since I've done one. So yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's it's been great. Look, guys, we hope you enjoy it as well. You know where to follow us at. Hit us up all all in one at Garage Guys FS. Follow me at Garage Guy Chase and follow Drew at Chef Ardeen. He is the Chef Boy. Follow our content on Roto Baller, bet on NASCAR or shut your ass up. And uh, football's back week two, except for all the people that were injured. And uh, on a serious note, I just wanted to say uh, that, you know, we uh, were keeping James White, the Patriots running back in our thoughts. Uh, He found out that his father passed away in a car accident. His mother is in critical condition, so definitely send some good energy their way. Even if you don't know him, you can still send positive energy and love that way. So, just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, I don't get too serious often. So, that was just uh, some really terrible news that we got before
0: the end of the game, before the game started uh, tonight. I'm so, Tom Brady tweeted that in. So, yeah, it's, uh, that sucks. Everything man. I've heard about James White is too, is that he's just like the, the best guy. So, that just makes it even worse. Oh, yeah. So oh, him.
1: yeah. Big, big man of the people. But uh, that's all we got. And uh, so that that was uh, something you need to keep in mind. And uh, remember, we're here. We're the Garage Guys. And it's time right. you tell everybody about us and leave us a rating and subscribe to us on YouTube and do that. Do it now. All do right, it. do it. Do it. Do it. Should we bark or should we skirt or should we just do it, do it like old times?
0: Old times, just end it. Sports. Party. Repeat.